and welcome back to Belmont Bunch. Today, I felt really positive, so I decided I'm going to do a video on why you should abandon hope on this season. That's a good intro, right? So, the New York Islanders. It's been a year. That exists. Um, and the Islanders have gone through a lot of COVID stuff and a few injuries, um, but I don't know if that completely absolves them of where they are. So, Obviously, we're not going to be catching any of these teams, and that's a different division, but, um, you know, you can keep an eye on that for the wild card if one of the teams falls down. But anyway, I wanted to, you know, put those teams up as, as just an idea of how, I wanted to hammer home how bad it's been going on the island, and uh, obviously, those are six teams that are pretty much completely out of reach for us. So, um, you know, that makes me sad. And I wanted to look at the wild card and see how bad that is. You know, a lot of games in hand on these teams. I'm sure Jersey and Philly fans will have fun and be very nice about... I, I did a little nice combination since they did me a favor. I was running out of room on my board. And they have the exact amount of games played and points. So thank you for that. Um, the Islanders. I think... I, I Maybe I should say this is setting expectations for the rest of the year. Playoffs, in my mind are gone. They're gone. So now, you know, it's kind of developing Dobby and Wally and Bellozy. I'm just, sorry, I'm trying to add Y to all of them. Um, and, and stuff like that. Trying to get those guys, you know, going and to get some of the older guys either back on track or figure out if there's anything left. Josh Bailey, Kyle Palmieri. So anyway, um, games in hand. I definitely think we're going to pass Philly and New Jersey. I know that loss the other day was pretty bad, and I have some stats here as well to back up what I'm talking about. But um, but I do think, and maybe we'll find out more about this Islander team against Philly. You know, if they sweep that home at home, then of course, you know, they're going to start moving up a little bit. And they have games in hand, and they have you know points to be had. Um, but there's uh, the problem of them not being able to score. The Islanders right now, Goals four per game, 2.23, 30th. Uh, power play percentage, actually not horrible, 18.3. It's like night and day from last year, and that's still not great in the league overall, 18.3. Um, that's 21st. And shooting percentage is 7.9, good for 29th. So offensively, you know, I, you could look at that shooting percentage and, and be glass half full and say, Oh, well, that's due for positive regression. And I'm sure it is to some extent. But I think part of that shooting percentage is just a lack of, you know, killer instinct for most of the guys. I always think, you know, in terms of uh, shooting, you know, Barzal has a shot on him. Uh, Nelson, of course. And then it kind of starts to run dry already. Dobson has been uh, shooting the puck more this year, and it's been, you know, very nice for him. He has, I think, 14 points on the year. So nice. Good to see that. Things are getting better there. Um, but outside of that, Kyle Palmieri's brought basically nothing. Uh, Josh Bailey has been mostly horrendous. Uh, and I don't take pleasure in saying that. There are people that will take pleasure in hearing that. But I don't like take pleasure in saying that. Um, and Bo has been his usual regular season self, which is very streaky. And Anders Lee has been pretty good. Um, you know, but he's not sniping them. You know, he's the guy in front of the net tapping it in off of a rebound that requires the D-men to get the puck on net. So Dano Chara is not going to do that. Uh, Robin Salo, 
it's been kind of iffy recently. He looks a little bit confused out there, in my opinion. Um, Dobson's, you know, got better offense, better offensive instincts than pretty much the rest of them. Uh, and no pull-up definitely isn't helping. Um, you know, he's one of the guys that definitely will let it rip from the point. And Dobson's kind of had to take that on. So I, I guess in, in one area, the season has helped Noah Dobson in terms of it's forced him to, you know, kind of uh, mature offensively because no one else is going to put it on the net uh, from the blue line. So he's got to kind of carry all of that weight. So anyway, that was the offensive stats. And I guess the glimmer of hope is, well, I guess you can see this both ways. We're getting the second best goaltending in the league at a 923 save percentage. So if we're already down here with that save percentage and that regresses just a little bit, I mean, the Islanders could be expected between their two goalies who have been very, I think, very good this year. Um, you know, there's still room for a little bit of negative regression there and uh, things to come back down to earth. But maybe the talent just works. Sorokin's been really good this year. And Varlamov looked really, really solid in the Capital game the other day. So maybe there's some hope there that he's back on his, you know, his his stuff. And, uh, yeah. Uh, goals against per game, 270, ninth, pretty good. Uh, penalty kill is 11th, just about 82%. So there's some, some things in there that you go, okay. So they're not as bad as what's gone on. And obviously the schedule stuff throughout the year has not been easy on them playing, you know, two games in two weeks and stuff like that. Um, but I think as these games start to be played again, hopefully in a regular, uh, you know, fashion and, you know, playing a game every other night and stuff like that, um, that will at least start to see that this Islander team is not horrendous and that it's just going through a really, really bad year and needs to plug a few holes in the off season. So Abandoned hope for the playoffs because 18 points, only five games in hand. Nah. Uh, both Pittsburgh and Boston, really, really good teams. This feels like a year where we are not going to have a playoff chase in the East whatsoever because the eight teams currently there are just definitively better than even Detroit and Columbus and like the teams that would, you know, are the closest to the playoffs that aren't in aren't especially close. Um, look at that, 35 games, 39. Eight, eight, eight. Like, I feel like uh, this could be, I was talking to a friend about this, could be very 2016-17 Islanders-esque, where they could get hot in the second half when they're all healthy and things are going right and the schedule's being played normally. But I, I think the, the uh, I don't know, best-case scenario for this current Islander team this year is that 16-17 route of they play really, really well in the second half and they can't make the play. They don't make the playoffs. But you're like, okay, all right. You showed me something. Let's let's prepare for next year, and then hopefully it won't go like 17-18, uh, where they were the worst defense ever. Uh, but so that's where I'm at with the Islanders. I guess a quick tangent uh, going along with those those offensive stats uh, for Lou and Barry. I think there needs to be, uh, of course, Lou and Barry. This is a guy in a basement studio. So you got to listen to me, but um, they have to be able to budge a little bit off of their philosophies. I think to, to, to get the offense going a little bit, let Barzal play and give him, you know, basically don't make him as defensively responsible. Uh, give him free range in the offensive end, 
I guess the problem there is that, you know, you got Anders Lee and, you know, Josh Bailey on his wings. And, you know, even though Lee has been decent this year and Bailey's not been, uh, those guys can't really keep up with him anymore. And that's a problem. It's not going to allow Barzal to really, uh, you know, feast offensively, I don't think, if he doesn't have people that can keep up with him and keep, you know, in, in Lee's case, he's not sniping it. Josh Bailey's not even shooting it. So, you know, again, don't don't go out and make like a, I don't know, like a desperation trade where you give up a lot. Uh, like uh, Atu Ratu, maybe, I you know, hold on to him. Don't go for Jacob Chikrin. Um, maybe just play out this year and see what you have in solo and hope that Bull Duke does something in the minors. Uh, and then if that doesn't work, you know, in the offseason, look for a left-handed defenseman. Maybe two, because uh, Zdeno Chara not coming back. That's good. Uh, but, yeah, this is kind of like a, a – it's not a half-season or a quarter-season mark. It's, it's – I decided to look at the team right now because I felt like it. Um, so yeah, not great. Uh, so in the second half, just hope for them to, to play like they have over the last five or six games generally, but with more goals. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time from Belmont Bunch, whatever the next recap is. So that's probably tomorrow or today when this comes out. All right, bye.